This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. As a guy who learned the hard way how important proper nutrition is on your health and the great harm excess weight can have on your health, I urge you to get serious about your health with SimpleToLose.com. Diets don't work, and you're really only going to be successful losing weight when you learn how to eat differently. And that is why the free health coaches at Simple to Lose are so helpful. They teach you how to eat six meals a day and why it works. Many people on my team are working with Simple to Lose and their health coaches. As a team, we've lost over 850 pounds. Mary has lost over 85 pounds and wants to live a long life to keep her family strong. Brad's lost 40 pounds, finally feels like he did when he was in his 30s. Chris, whose father died young due to obesity, has lost 100 pounds and is off most of his medications. Change your life, get healthy, and thrive today. Go to Simple SimpleToLose.com today, not tomorrow. Go today. SimpleToLose.com. Results do vary. Typical weight loss is 2 to 5 pounds per week for the first two weeks, then 1 to 2 pounds per week thereafter. The experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Hello. Welcome to it. How are you? Did you find yourself waking up today and realizing that the pillow you were laying so warm. The blanket that was covering you was just perfect. The drool from the side of your mouth with the little wet spot on your pillow was in the perfect position. And yet you knew. <laughs> you had to get out of bed and it was not, and you just had to go. But you were in that perfect position you didn't. How many times that happened? Almost every day is when it happens. The days that you have to just lay around and do nothing, if there are any of those days, do you get those perfect positions in the bed? The blanket and the pillow and the drool? No. You wake up early, your back hurts, your foot hurts, you got to get up, kids are screaming, something's broken. The day you have to get up? Perfect. Oh, well, how are you? Good to see you. Thanks for coming along for the ride today. We've got so much. There's so much stuff going on. I don't even know where to start. Who, you know what? I've had it with Baltimore. I got it. Okay. That is going to be a struggle forever. I can't. I've had it with uh, Pamela Geller and these dingleberries here in Garland, Texas. You know, free speech is a wonderful thing, but, uh-huh, but, but. Well, I mean, free speech is a wonderful thing, but it's um, not really good if you don't do it, unless you do it the way I say that it's okay. Oh. Oh, okay. And we get the same uh, imam from uh, the United Kingdom, Ajem, who's been you know around for a number of years now, preaching the same Sharia law stuff. He's the one that says it. He believes it. He says it. Everybody thinks he's crazy. He's not He's not crazy. He believes it. That's what he believes. But that's what we're facing. 
I did hear something that uh, the, was amazing on that point was that, um, you know, they want to, uh, pa- the people who are talking about uh, Pamela Geller she was just, uh, uh, you know, pushing the beehive, just poking, poking that beehive, poking it, poking it. Uh huh. Well, guess what? You get to do that. You don't get to, you don't get to uh, be killed because you poked the beehive. You get to run away. You don't get to, just because I said something you don't like, you don't get to kill me. That's the way the country is. It's not the way Ajem wants it, but that's the way the country is. But since we should stop that, the people who want us to stop, oh, we shouldn't have that kind of art. Art, that's not art. That's blasphemy. That's going against, that's going against Allah. Okay. So since it's uh, against Islam, then we should stop all the gay pride parades, all the gay weddings, everything. Because guess what? That's against Sharia law, too. And that's going to offend them as well. So let's just play their game and stop it all. Just live by Sharia law. Want to? (laughs) Yeah, I didn't think so. I didn't think so. Okay, I want to be clear. Uh, we talked about the guy in the Carolinas uh, not long ago who likes to stand in his house naked. And uh, I was kind of on his side a little bit. I mean, it's his house. And we, we talked about it. We talked about it on the show. We talked about the news reports. And uh, I did, you know, he was all wound up because the neighbors hated him. And he was just likes to be in his house naked. He doesn't come outside naked. Well, now we have a guy that... Uh, uh, I guess is intimidating his irritating neighbors by sitting outdoors naked and just saying that I've got a weapon. I've got a weapon. Now, I just want to go on record as saying if you're next door to me outside sitting naked and you're screaming, you've got a weapon, you're not scaring me. Okay. You're just not. Because the first thing I say is, you know, that doesn't look like a weapon, Fred. Got to go back in now. Come on. Come on. He refused to cover himself, even though the only thing he wore was a towel around his neck. Why would you wear a towel around your neck? If you go to the nudist colonies, you're supposed to sit on the towel. That's what the towel is for. I don't know if you know that. I mean, that's what I'm told. Not that I used to, you know, partied at any of the nudist colonies around the country or anything. No, I didn't. Don't. Did I make you sick there for a second? Okay, sorry. Because I didn't. I did. But that's what the towel's for, just so you know. And here in Irving, I want to go on record as saying, it's not me. Okay? There are two, but possibly two, for sure one, uh, man, men, that are going around um, squeezing random females' butts. I got nothing to do with it. Okay, I didn't do it. It wasn't me. They're all wound up looking for these guys because they're just going around and, and sneaking up on people and squeezing their butts. What the f- <laughs> now, of course, the police are well could escalate. Uh, you know, they could get farther, and sooner or later, the butt squeezing is going to demand uh, that they do more, and uh, it's a crime. I know it is. I know it is. But. I would, if there's video of any of this, 
share it at Jeffy MRA on Twitter. Because I want to see how people sneak up on other people and squeeze their butts and think they're going to get away with it. I don't understand. You just walk up, walk down this, walk through the aisle. Hey, how you doing? Butt squeeze. No. <laughs> I think, you know, I think I got to stop and get a coffee here at the 7-Eleven. How you doing, guys? Walk down over to the coffee maker, and there's a female butt squeeze. Are you going to get away with that? I think not. I think not. Oh, my gosh. So sad. So sad. All right. Where do you want to go today? Where would you like to go? Would you like to talk about? We will talk about the future. There's so, my gosh, some of the technology that's coming down the pike is amazing. And there's some things that are coming down the pike that told you so. Told you it was going to happen. Because when you hear three to ten years ago, well, what's next? Are they going to do that? Yes. Yes, they are. And you won't be able to stop it, and it'll just be there. And you'll go, but wait, what What could possibly go wrong? Uh-huh. We'll get to that. We've got, of course, um, some great things on our government spending your money on their sexual affairs. Great stuff. Great stuff. And when you're out driving around, what do you think? Everything looking good? Everything wonderful? Plenty of places to shop? Stores are open, lights are on, power's up, parking spaces are good to go? Except... That's not really the case, is it? Thousands, thousands of locations of different companies around this country are closing their doors. And we'll tell you who that is in a moment. You're listening to The Jeff Fisher Show. The Blaze Radio Network. Are you looking to save 50, 60, even 70% on your phone bill? Well, here's a tip. Broadvoice.com. Hi, it's Brad Staggs of Blaze TV here. Broadvoice offers high-quality phone service for only $8.95 a month. You may ask, how can I save so much money? What's the catch? Well, the secret is the technology. Broadvoice uses VoIP technology that takes analog audio signals from your phone, turns them into digital data, and then transfers them over the Internet. This means crystal clear sound and cheaper phone bills. Broadvoice has been ranked in the Deloitte Technology Fast 500 and Inc. 500 as one of the fastest growing private companies in America. Get Broadvoice right now for only $8.95 a month. Keep your existing phone number for free and Broadvoice will send you their easy plug-in adapter free. All this and you get unlimited local calling for just $8.95 a month. Plus, for a limited time, Broadvoice will even give you your first month free. Do what we did here at Blaze Radio. Make the switch today at broadvoice.com or call 888-332-8036. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 888-900-3393 is the phone number. 1-888-900-3393 is the phone number. 
course, immediately following this broadcast is Mike Opelka with Pure Opelka. And then uh, Andrew WK with uh, America WK. And Chris Salcedo, Mike Slater, Joe Pags, all live and for you on a Saturday on the Blaze Radio Network. And Pure Opelka, uh, two hours, uh, moved to two hours last week. So this is week number two of the big two-hour Pure Opelka broadcast. And I'm not sure what he's giving away today. Uh, you may have an opportunity. I would say you could have an opportunity to win the Pure Opelka highlighter. Uh, maybe you have the stunt brain yellow Sharpie highlighter that you could use to highlight special things in your life, just like Pure Opelka. So anyway, the U.S. economy, they keep telling us it's improving, improving, improving. Yes, it's wonderful. And actually, where I live here in Texas, uh, it sure seems that way. Uh, this is one of the fastest-growing areas in the country. Uh, this particular area, uh, Dallas and Tarrant, and uh, I think there's another county in there too, Denton maybe. No, I'm not sure which one. Are some of the fastest-growing counties in America. Uh, and then Dallas and then Texas alone uh, you know, been on fire for a number of years. Uh, and so it's hard to see... Uh, you can get a glimpse of how things are struggling with some of the businesses, but things are really still booming here in Texas. But when you go outside of Texas and you realize, wow, um, you know, it's not really that good. And if you look closely, it isn't. And when you think about uh, all the U.S. retailers and you hear the news a little at a time, it, it leaks out, um, you know, this place is closing, you know. Uh, 30 stores and we hear that somebody else is closing uh you know maybe 20 stories 20 stores or they're looking at uh, restructuring and they're going to be closing you know 150 stores well well, that stuff adds up and you're looking at i think now we're looking at um over six thousand retail locations are closing i mean that's amazing amazing now, a list compiled by About.com, uh, they have a list here uh, of the businesses, brick-and-mortar businesses, that are closing at least 10 stores, and I'll give you the time, within, you know, in the next two years. And it looks like most of these are this year and next. It's unbelievable. And when you think, well, you know, maybe we're struggling on the Internet. Yeah, sure. I'll give you that. I'll, I'll give you that, uh, uh, you know, a lot of places uh, are trying to catch up to the Internet purchases that we're all doing and maybe trying to see that, you know, hey, if we, you know, reallocate some funds toward this direction, uh, that it will, you know, it will add to the company's bottom line. But think about all these shops and all the people that, that are going to be affected and it's affecting uh, from everything, from cleaners to to tile makers to air conditioning companies. I mean, everybody is, is affected. And right now, with this great economy that we all live in that's been created the last six years from our president of this administration, uh, you'd think that this is not going on. Well, by gosh, it is. Think of this. Abercrombie & Fitch closing 180 stores. 
Aristotle, 75 stores. American Eagle Outfitters. American Eagle Outfitters, 150 stores. Barnes & Noble, 223 stores. Now, there's a, there's a, a they, this is through like the next seven or eight years. And Barnes & Noble, you say, are, they still exist? They do. And they've actually, you know, restructured a little bit to help them. Their stores that are open are really, are really big and new and modern, and they do a lot of business and the you know the older style stores because you know the internet has affected Barnes and Noble's business a lot and I'm hoping that they handled it well. Bottom Dollar Food, sixty six stores. Build a Bear, twenty five stores. Sea Wonder, thirty two. Cache, twenty one. One twenty. Chico's through two thousand seventeen. Two hundred Children's Place. Wow. Seventeen Christopher and Banks. Seventy Coach. Seventy Coco Caros. Some of these stores, you may, I don't even know what those stars are. Well, they might not be in your neck of the woods, but they are. Some of these are small businesses, right? I mean, you think, ah, there's, those are the people, the one percenters. Yeah. And they've got, you know, 100 stores, and they're closing 70 of them. That's not good. Deb shops, 300 Deb shops. 92 Delos, 340, 340 Dollar Tree family dollar stores now there's a store that's a strange because you think that's a good name a dollar but they trick you it's not the everything's a dollar store it's just the name of the store they trick you to get in there they're closing 340 stores einstein brothers bagels einstein bagels 39 stores 50 express fredericks of hollywood 31 i'm sure they have a very booming internet business however Fresh and easy grocery stores, 50 stores. Friendlies, 14. 65 future shops, which is Best Buy in Canada. Uh, Golf Galaxy, 54. Gas, 50. 26 Jimboree's, 40, 40 JCPenney's. Amazing. Man, that guy, when they restructured JCPenney and they brought in the guy, it was, man, four or five years ago. Because I was working in New York at the time. So it's been four years ago, five years ago now. They decided to change JCPenney. They brought in the new, this new CEO and they said, JCPenney needs to change. And they were actually doing pretty good business, I think. And they may have been struggling a little bit. Uh, but I think that they were still holding strong on who they were and doing business. And they had uh, sales and discounts and they were you know marking down and had some big ads and stuff and he decided that that needed to go away uh and it was reported as jc penny gets rid of discounts well what he was trying to say is that what he was trying to say was that uh you know we're not we're getting rid of discounts because our prices are going to be better and we don't need the discounts but the way it was reported was that we're getting rid of discounts, and they took a dive. And I remember uh, in New York, if you take the subway to a number of places, and there are different ways that you can come up to get up to the street level, and if it's raining out, you may want to take another way, especially like in the winter when it's cold and it's snowing, or if it's raining in the city, you can take a couple different ways, and you come up through the mall, in Manhattan, when we come into when you come into Grand uh, not Grand Central, but when you come into Penn Station, uh, you can come up 
and walk through a couple of tunnels and then come up through the Manhattan Mall. So you don't have to be go outside until you get close to where you have to be. <laughs> it's New York living. And uh, so you cut through the mall. And I remember cutting through. And one of the ways that you cut through was through a JCPenney. And they had like, I don't know, two or three floors there in the Manhattan Mall. So you come out of the subway and you hit the the one floor and you pop up to the second floor. And then you cut out uh, back into the mall and back into the street. But uh, – I remember that when they first did that, that place, you could see that there was no discount signs and it looked nice and they were, everything's backed up, but man, it did not look that busy. And so they've really been struggling since then. And they really, I'm, you know, I like JCPenney. Well, at least I used to. Uh, 127 Jones, New York Outlets. Just baked Macy's for office depots, 400 office depots. Yeah, they're, I mean, sorry to see them go. Goodbye. Uh, Pep Boys, wow. 100 Pier Ones. One, all Radio Shack down close. They were based here in, uh, in Dallas, in the in Dallas, Texas area. Gone. Have a nice day. Ruby Tuesdays. You know why Ruby Tuesdays closing? 13 Ruby Tuesdays? Because they don't have Heinz ketchup. The last time I was at Ruby Tuesdays in the mall, I went in there, ordered something, asked for ketchup. They brought me some off-brand ketchup that wasn't Heinz ketchup. I almost walked out. That's why you know, I almost walked out. If it wasn't with my mother, I would have walked. I'm telling you, Heinz ketchup counts. The Jeff Fisher Show. The Blaze Radio Network. The Jeff Fisher Show returns on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. 1-888-900-3393 is the phone number if you wish to use it. We were just talking about stores closing and thousands of stores closing, brick-and-mortar stores uh, around the country. Um, we ended with Ruby Tuesday, but I still was looking going down this list. Some of it is, is really amazing. Um, 77 Sears stores. I, I can't tell you the last time I was in a Sears. And it, I... Don't know why that is. Um, Sport and Nash grocery stores, Staples. Oh my gosh, Staples! Who, who hasn't been to a Staples or an Office Depot? They're closing fifty-five more stores. Uh, Tiger, two hundred Walgreens by two thousand seventeen. Now let me ask you a question: In your area, in your local area, when you drive around, what do you see on almost every damn street corner in America? a Walgreens or a CVS. It's amazing. Now when they were doing that, when they were when, when they were going across the country in your local neighborhood and seeing that hey, let's put a Walgreens here and let's put a Walgreens here and let's put a CVS here. Um did they obviously they didn't stop and think, you know, maybe Maybe we don't need to have that many. Maybe we don't. Now, I will admit it's nice having them around. 
they only have you know there's only several in there's only several in your local area that are 24 hours you know 24 7 business pharmacy all of it the rest are you know pretty scheduled out and many of those stores are much better than others and i I actually i prefer walgreens over the cbs the cbs thinks they're so highfalutin they think they're so highfalutin with their we're not going to sell cigarettes (laughs) okay fine cbs be that way now amazingly i still go in them and i have spent money there since i got mad at them but you know, doesn't mean I have. They're just so highfalutin. It doesn't mean I have to like it. Um, but there's so many Walgreens. I mean, I, I get that they have to close some. My gosh, I mean, the saturation point has got to be there. Now, I will give you a million dollar idea. I've had this idea for a while now, and I think it's a tremendous idea. Once again, from me to you, a million dollar idea. Take it. When I see it, I'll be mad, but then I'll realize, hey. It was from my heart that you took the idea and made a fortune. I think a tremendous thing to do. It would be great fun. It would be huge. The kids, those young folks, would love it, okay, in your local area, would love it. It would get press. You would do great business, and it would be fun. Take one of those old stores, and now you've got the, some Walgreens closing down, but there's plenty of old CVS stores that open and closed, and some of them are Walgreens. Uh, and you could tell the difference, obviously, the way their buildings are built. And I like the CVS buildings better for this idea than the Walgreens, just the way it's laid out, uh, the way that they built the buildings. With um, Some of the CVS is built with less windows than the Walgreens. So when you look at the front of it, it's it, the front of it's kind of windowed up with the front, but the sides are usually not so so many windows. It's usually just the brick stores and stuff. So I say turn them into a nightclub and call it the pharmacy. You That place would be packed. It's a great building for it. It's good size, not too big, not too small. Plenty of dance room, plenty of room for bringing a band. Uh, the band could play, you know, put them on a stage and, and you call it whatever you want to call it. Call it the drive-through, call it the band-through, whatever. And, uh, the, you know, the pharmacy. I think it would be huge. I know what you're thinking right now. Why didn't I think of that? Well, that's what I'm here for. Okay? So, you're welcome. Take it, go with it. So all these companies are closing. Stride Rights, Wolverine, Wide, Stride Rights are closing a bunch of stores. Oh, my gosh. Thousands of stores are closing. Now, according to this, what we find, this is a, this report, okay, most families are just scrapping by financially from month to month. And I probably certainly don't have to tell you that. Um, and I'm pretty sure that's even true here in Texas. Um even though I saw uh, Piero Pelka sent me uh, sent me a tweet uh, talking about Texas and jobs, and his he's used a, a he gave me a, a chart where he used a, a, I guess it's blue and a red highlighter. I was looking forward to the yellow stunt brain Piero Pelka highlighter uh, as a gift today but apparently there's a possibility of getting a blue and a red highlighter with stunt brain on it but you never know 
But it talks about the Texas and the U.S. jobs and uh, how good it is. Now, I mean, it is unbelievable between Texas and the U.S., the amount of jobs. I mean, Texas is far and away. Without Texas, the United States job market ain't good. You can quote me on that too, okay? And I just retweeted it uh, at Jeffy MRA uh, on Twitter. It's the chart is fascinating. Now you talk about this: more than one in four Americans are spending at least half of their family income on rent. Half of the family income on rent. So, I mean, what does that leave? That leaves, uh, you know, you still have groceries, clothing, gas, car. That's a lot. And all of those prices have gone up uh, dramatically. Uh, 11, over 11 million households, which is 11.25, but over 11 million households, 50% or more of their income on housing and utilities. So rent and utilities. So you've got more, one in four Americans are spending at least half of their income on rent. Okay. Then you have 11 million of those that are using half of their money on rent and utilities. That was from the Enterprise Community Partners Census data. Now, I, I, I tell you, I, I, I don't know that I'm, uh, understand using half of your money for that but i do understand not having a lot of money for clothes and food and uh, uh you know maybe gasoline for your car so you've got a really super budget but a you need a roof b you need to have utilities you need to have lights you need to have be able to cook food and you need to be have water to drink and use for uh, your your utilities for your bathrooms right to be clean. So those things, those are number one on my pay list. Uh, and it used to be even cable TV was in on that. Soon, cable TV is close to being history at the Fisher household. So I'm going to take that off of my list. Put back on my list will be some, <laughs> will be internet access. But I, I thought that if you had those, if you had a, a roof, power, water, television. Cable, cable television, you know, your, your entertainment. Then the rest of it, you, you'd budget around that and you'd be okay because you're able to have a place to live and to hole up, have a roof over your head, be able to have lights on to read, be able to drink water if you have to. You can cook what little food you have there. The rest of it will all come together. 1.8 million of these households, 70 percent of their paychecks on rent that is insane wow now the surging cost of rental housing has affected the rising number of families since the great recession oh you think since the great recession in 2007 wow we're calling it the great recession now it will that does lead you to believe People are wound up and not making enough money. What what really it just means that, you know, there's no jobs. And what jobs there are, you've got to be able to take. I saw a tweet talking about there are, you know, 
I saw someone tweeted, uh, what was the tweet about uh, no bad jobs, no good jobs, depending on your, what the heck was it I saw it not too long ago. Anyway, talking about there is there are no bad jobs, right? Oh, oh for the truly self-respecting, there is no bad job, just jobs. True. There are jobs that you'd prefer to do and jobs that you'd prefer not to do. However, for money, feed the family, feed yourself, instead of taking money from the government, which we know we have, what, 40, 50 million people? That's unbelievable, getting help from the government. And I don't know. It's tough to blame them with not being able to get it. It's tough to blame them. It's there, and their advert to the government, which I'm against, is advertising. But then you have the McDonald's workers planning on the biggest ever protest because they want the fight for $15. And they're going to gate crash the shareholder meeting. It's coming up on the 21st of this month, and we're going to gate crash it. Okay. No problem. No problem. Because, you know, McDonald's is having the big struggle now, and the CEO is looking to redesign the business model uh, to address the customer decline. Go back. I've told you before, McDonald's, go back to who you are. Quit trying to be who you're not. Okay? The kale fry isn't going to help you. Just want you to know that. Good luck, though. But they're going to crash, and they're talking about uh, they're demanding an end to poverty wages paid to its 420,000 member staff. Okay. Well, that's fine. Good luck. God bless. Those poverty wages are, were not wages meant to live on. Uh, you flipping a burger or you asking me what I want at the drive through was not meant to be a job where you would provide for your family. It may assist in another job where you'd provide for your family, if it's a second job or a third job, but not a main job. You standing in a window, how can I take your order? What would you like? Would you like to try our new kale fry today? Sorry. It's not meant to be. Now you're not meant to support a family on that. And McDonald's is working on that for you. They're going to take care of it for you. You say they are. Is everyone going to get $15 an hour? Well, I would guess that the people still left working at McDonald's will probably get $15 an hour to make your fight for $15 movement look good. And you could say, yeah, we got it. We got it. However, look at what else they're trying to do at McDonald's as they redesign their business model to address customer decline. Let's see what they're doing. They're creating, oh, I see, computer kiosk at the counter. There you can go in and punch in the exact order you want. And then it goes back to uh, new machines that they have that create the food without humans. So there's maybe, I don't know, 10 or 15 less people working there. So you got what you wanted. Fight for 15. You got what you wanted. Now... Now what do you got? Now what do you got? (laughs) You got money from the government is probably what you got. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network.
The Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. How are you? 1-888-900-3393. I am fantastic. Thank you for asking. Now, we could talk about Deflate Gate, but why? They're gonna, you know, they're arguing over. We can't, we, you know. I got it. Okay, we're gonna. We got to slap Tom Brady on the wrist. We got to slap the Patriots on the Patriots on the wrist. We got to figure out how we can do that without taking down a lot of the the ratings and the money the TV people want. So the NFL will figure that out. We could talk about fight of the century last week and how now everybody's getting sued because they admitted that Pacquiao oh, he had a torn shoulder and he couldn't fight. Yeah. First of all, why why he admitted it, I have absolutely no idea. But, yeah, he was hurt. Guess what athletes do? Let's see. They play hurt. So that affects the outcome of the sporting event that they were playing in. Oh, no. I really think it was – I don't know why they reported it, actually. I think it was I think it was some kind of weird thing in their mind that they were going to blame the Nevada Sporting Commission because they wouldn't let uh, Pacquiao get the shot. And originally, I read that they wouldn't let him get the shot because it was some mix-up in the p- paperwork or something. I, I, whatever. It was stupid to do. But anyway, uh, so go ahead and sue. That's what they're doing. They're suing, saying they want their money back, and the hype was just not worth it and everything. Uh, guess what? The hype was worth it, okay? It was the fight, and you loved it. And if you didn't know that his little shoulder wasn't hurting, you'd be fine. So, And if you knew his shoulder was hurting, you'd be rooting for him even more because you'd be saying, oh, he's got a hurt shoulder, but he's still putting up a good fight. We've got to go for it. Uh-huh. Or we could talk about the robber who Dominic Alfonseca robbed a bank, posted the pictures and the video on his Instagram account showing the note that he gave the teller at the branch. Big surprise he got arrested for that. The note was fantastic. At the end, he said, uh, don't ring the alarm a minute after I am gone. Make sure the money doesn't blow up on my way out. <laughs> hey, he, this is what he said. The man said, Alfonso said, hey, I did nothing wrong. I just asked. The teller could have said no. Uh-huh. This is the Jeff Fisher Show, only on the Blaze Radio Network. The experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand clear. Life signs stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Yes, on the Blaze Radio Network. You need not go anywhere else than the Blaze Radio Network. I mean, I tell you this, and some of you, I think, go, yeah, right. Well, look around, okay? Saturdays, we provide <laughs> yours truly, Pure Opelka, Chris Salcedo, Mike Slater, Joe Pags, Andrew W.K., 
America WK on the docket. Then Sundays, we provide David Barton, Bill Handel, Jackie D, Little Gun Talk, a little Hollywood 360. And weekdays, we provide Doc and Skip, Glenn Beck, Buck Sexton, Jay Severin, Pat Stu. <laughs> Tell me I'm joking now, okay? The Blaze Radio Network. No need to go anywhere else. <laughs> and on, on behalf of the Blaze Radio Network, you're welcome. All right, so we're coming up on June 1st. My daughter's birthday, by the way. And how do I know? remember that birthday every year? She would say, she's your daughter. Of course you would remember it. No, I wouldn't. But don't tell my wife that. But I do remember my daughter's birthday because June 1st is the first day of hurricane season. Yes, I remember. I actually, um, my daughter was the first child I had that I took the day off from work. The rest of my kids, eh, they were born. I went to work. Same day. I got a job to do. You're born. You're fine. Everything's good. Now I have to pay to feed you. Talk to you later. Catch you later. Okay? So I was pretty much ordered to take the day off that she was born. Of course, it was June 1st, hurricane season. I was living in Florida at the time. And, you know, first day of hurricane season is a big day in Florida. So we broadcast, you know, everybody broadcasts from their hurricane bunkers. And, you know, they show what they can do during hurricane season. So I did, however, call in to the show that I was producing and and part of uh, that morning to announce the birth and to, you know, talk a little bit of hurricane season. However, the new Atlantic hurricane names are out for 2015. Now... I wonder if Jeffy is finally on the list. Because I see Anna. I see Bill. Bill. Claudette. Danny. Erica. Oh, Jay. Do I have a Jay? Fred. Grace. Henry. Ida. Come on, baby. Give me Jeffy. What? J-O-A-Q-U-I-N is not J-E-F-F-Y. Okay? Sorry, it's not. It might be. They, maybe they spelled it wrong. Maybe they, maybe J-O-A-Q-U-I-N, maybe they spelled it wrong and it really means, you pronounce it Jeffy. Maybe that's the way that they pronounce Jeffy. Then you have Kate, Larry. Boy, the names are really kind of. Mindy, Nicholas, Odette, Peter, Rose, Sam, Teresa, Victor, Wanda, back to Anna, 2015 Atlantic Hurricane names. There you go. Hurricane season just around the corner. Less than a month away. Something to look forward to if you live in a state that isn't affected by hurricanes. But really, you know, all states are affected by hurricanes. Because once they make landfall, then they make cross their way through the United States and leave their path of destruction. It may be less than what it was when it first landed, but their destruction still has a path. 
follow the courses of all hurricanes. Shall you? <laughs> now, before we uh, left last hour, what we talked about, uh, I was telling you about a super genius robbery suspect. Well, I mean, he's arrested now. Dominic uh, Alfonseca, uh, who robbed a bank, and he gave the, uh, gave the teller a note. And, of course, he posted it on his Instagram account and posted pictures and the video on his Instagram account. Anyways, I can't figure out how he got arrested. But the note is fantastic. And it starts out on the fold half of it. It's Chapel, C-H-A-P-O-L, with a sideways smiley face. And then it's folded, and then on the bottom half of the fold, it says, I need 150,000 bonds right now. Please, police take two to four minutes to get here. I would appreciate if you ring the alarm a minute after I am gone. Make sure the money doesn't blow up on my way out. And his comment is, look, I didn't do anything wrong. I just asked. The teller could have said no. Right. Okay. No problem. And asking for bonds, I mean, apparently the video is showing the teller gave him cash, but you should have gave him bonds. And then that would have been, you know, I don't know. They'd never mature. But there are some stupid thieves, and when I was reading that, then I I was reminded of the Alaska thief who tried to sell the frozen pizzas to the police officers. (sighs) What an idiot. And, of course, the California burglar that broke in and made himself some tater tots, took a nap on the couch. Big surprise, he got busted, too. (laughs) oh so sad and a tremendous idea on twitter that i love and i'll bet you that mcdonald's i hope they thought of it and if they haven't you have made them a huge money find with your idea because i read it and i went oh my gosh that is a tremendous idea for mcdonald's um while they're talking about you know the fight for 15 which is really you know the fight for unemployment and the fight for automation that's what it should be as i read on twitter uh but another twitter post this is the million dollar idea for mcdonald's the mcd app pre-order on your way in pick it up at the drive through charge it to the paypal gone love it Here's your order number. After you order it on the app, your order number is AB222. Pull up to the window. I'm AB222. Scan. Boop. My order at the window. I'm good. That is fantastic. I love that. And on top of which, you only need one person at $15 an hour just to kind of oversee that app. And the rest of the people can be home on unemployment saying how bad life is because McDonald's automated their job. 
McDonald's automated their job that should have been $15 an hour, but really isn't $15 an hour job. But we just wanted $15 an hour because that's the way it goes, okay? And we can't wait till we can retire because we're getting government money now and we want to get more government money because we can get on Social Security and it'll be wonderful. Uh Uh-huh. Well, I just read a story not too long ago that the Social Security Administration, uh, they project that the trust funds will be depleted by 2033. And everybody says, well, 2033, by then it'll be fixed. Um, That's an optimistic forecast and not really an optimistic forecast because it's a lot worse than that. Okay, it's going to be broke real soon. So good luck with that. The optimistic forecast from the Social Security Administration, 2033. Don't forget it's 2015 right now. And now the researchers are saying uh, the actuarial forecasts have been consistently overstating the financial health of the program's trust funds since 2000. So for 15 years, they've been optimistic. I won't call it lying. We'll say optimistic. So it's a lot worse than what they want you to believe. That's amazing. 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 And at the same time, government employees, like the Veterans Veterans Administration Affairs employee, they only stole $150,000. That's it. That's it. He managed one of the department's retail stores. The Veteran Affairs employee of Veterans Affairs Retail Store managed in in Ann Arbor, Michigan. (laughs) It's just $150,000. And what do you do with $150,000 when you work for the Veterans Affairs office in Ann Arbor, Michigan? And it's a, you know, it's a retail store. People come in and out and you figure it out and you think to yourself, well, I need some money. I need some money to hang out and have a good time and, you know, maybe feed my family, maybe buy a new house, maybe buy a new car to drive back and forth to work. Nope. I need $150,000 to spend on strippers and prostitutes. Oh, yeah. Yep. Listen, I work for the government. It's free money. I want strippers and hookers. This is The Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. This is The Jeff Fisher Show. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Okay. So I'm looking at a list here that is fascinating. Top concerts and festivals by substance. Now when you think of Chili Cook-Off, Summerfest, Glastonbury, what substance would you think is most prevalent 
at those get-togethers. If you said alcohol, ding, 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 you would be right. Now, this is an easy one as well. Uh, Marley Fest, Camp Bisco, uh, Bonnaroo, those three events. What would you say? Yeah, see, marijuana, pot, you knew those three were easy. Hello, Marley Fest, come on, stop. That should be 100%. It's only 82%. You go to Marley Fest and you don't smoke dope? Right. So the Electric Daisy Carnival, the Ultra Music Festival, and Camp Bisco again. Camp Bisco had 25% of people using marijuana, and they have 21% of the people doing MDMA, doing a little ecstasy. Yeah. Man, that's a place to be, Camp Bisco. Doing partying at Camp Bisco. Well, I've never been there. Got to find out what Camp Bisco is. Hold on, we're going to find that out right now. We're going to look it up on the internet, on the World Wide Web, and find out exactly what Camp Bisco is, campbisco.com. Oh, join our team of fan-fueled scrambled. Oh, there we go, Camp Bisco, Pennsylvania, concert venue. It's just a concert venue place. It's some big summer party they have. Eh, this is another Woodstock. Burning Man. Bonnaroo, Camp Bisco again. Camp Bisco is a place to be. Camp Bisco, uh, Burning Man. Uh, not not a lot of people. Uh, not a lot of people. Two point eight percent at Camp Bisco. Five point nine percent at Bonnaroo, and seven point four percent, seven point four two percent at Burning Man. Mushrooms, doing some shrooms at Burning Man. You know, feeling good. Just kind of, just kind of hanging in the desert. You know. Thought I'd ride my bike from place to place. Catch, uh, you know, catch the big fire off to the side tonight. Just waiting for the final day, you know, to catch burning, catch the man burning. Just hanging out in the desert. Where would you, where would you guess you'd smoke a little crack? Why do you take come to these places smoking crack? The Glastonbury Festival, Bonnaroo and Burning Man, smoking a little crack out there. Only oh, a small amount, though, 3.8%, 3.85, Bonnaroo, 373, Glass of 3%. That's small, small. Only not even 4% of the people are smoking rock at this. Do a little LSD? Yeah, let's do some. Come on. The Ultra Music Festival, Camp Bisco. Man, Camp Bisco is the place to be. And Burning Man. Burning Man is the place to be, too. If you have an opportunity to check out Burning Man, I've, I do want to go there. It would be fun to be a part of it just for a week. If you don't know what it is, I think their website is actually burningman.com. I'll put a link to it up at, uh, at my Twitter site and on my Facebook page. But I, I followed it. Last, it's fan, the guy who created it is a genius, and uh, it's a really good idea now. You know, some would say, but Jeff, they're worshiping, you know, the devil and hedonism and it's, uh, you know, free love and sex. Yeah. What's your point? It's in the middle of the desert. He's got it set out in, in uh, if you see how he sets it up in the desert uh, from the middle to circles and roads. And I mean, they have a, it's a, I forget how big it is. It's really big. And they come out there and set it up and people come in and it's, it's an organized kind of free for all and they have uh they have the shops and they have the markets and you can go from place to place it's really really an ingenious idea 
Now, you know, riding around on your bike naked doing <laughs> doing a little LSD, doing a little acid, tripping, a burning man might be a little much. Cocaine? Where would you do a lot of cocaine? Anywhere, some would say. But uh, at Coachella, Mad Decent Block Party, and Lollapalooza are the top percentages of cocaine. Almost 13% at Coachella, 12% at Mad Decent, Mad Decent Block Party. And Lollapalooza, almost 11%. Opioids, Block Party, Lollapalooza, holy shit. Pills, oh my gosh, pills. The Electric Daisy Carnival. Tomorrowland. And Lollapalooza, they're even less than 1% at these events. Nobody admitted it. The pills, the pills are just a part of the... They don't even count anymore. All these people say, well, they the drugs you do. Oh, well, the pills I do, they don't count. They don't count. Mescaline. People do mescaline? It's still around? Mescaline. Burning Man, less than 1%. Camp Bisco, less than 1%. Electric Daisy Carnival, less than 1%. General drug terms, according to this. According to top concerts and festivals by substance. General drug terms. Camp Bisco, almost 15%. Tomorrow, almost 15%. Burning Man, just 9%. General drug terms. Burning Man. Now, everybody, that's because everybody speaks it, man. We don't need to talk about it, okay? But these don't even mention where people, you know, the adults go. You think adults don't do drugs? I mean, what would you do at Disney? I should say, what have you done at Disney? Not what would you. What have you done at Disney? You go to Six Flags. Would you do the LSD at Six Flags? You'd do some tripping at Six Flags, doing some acid. There's no doubt about that. And I, my favorite theme park, Gatorland. Oh, man. Oh. Oh. I don't know what drug I'd have to do there, but to make it better than it is already, boy, that'd be that's a tough call. And then you have to smoke pot at in Hershey, Pennsylvania, right? Heck yeah. We're going to Hershey. Smoke a bowl. Bag of kisses. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Jeff Fisher Show. Welcome to it. How are you? I'm sorry. I was just uh, perusing some articles. We've got some great stuff on the future uh, to talk about. I've got, I have so many emails from, well, Aaron, you remember Aaron Hernandez who does the uh, Walking Dead uh podcast with me during the season of walking dead which we have to wait until you know 2033 for the next season of walking dead to come up but uh, he sends me uh emails every week on tech articles that are out and and i love them I, and i try to get and i never get to enough of them to make him happy and he's pissed at me and he every week he's do you want me to send me those emails yes okay and brandy who works on the show takes care of the podcast answers the phones she does the same thing 
sends me. I asked once, hey, send me all the tech articles you can find. I love them. Just send them every week. You still want me to send you the tech articles? Yes. Okay. I'll get to them. I promise. So today, I'm going to go through. We're going to go through. We're going to go through a bunch of headlines. I've got tech stuff, and some of them are really fascinating. Like one, I'm surprised that uh, is such a big surprise to people. Um, they're talking about uh, the. This is this is the headline. Okay. Tracking kids via microchip can't be far off, says expert. This is a quote from Jeff Fisher. Hey, expert, really? You think? How long have we been, you know, how, how long have we said, look, we put the microchips in dogs. Even when babies are born, we put the bracelet on the babies in the hospital, right? So, I mean, that's their new security plan, or at least fairly new, few, you know, number of years, maybe 10 years, where they put the bracelet on the baby so that it matches the mom and it can't, you know, if it goes out out past the door with the wrong bracelet connected to it, eh, eh, alarms are supposed to sound so that babies don't get stolen. And we all think, oh, that's a great idea. It's all for your safety. So, of course, you know, now the great experts, microchipping children can't be far off. Thank you, Mr. Expert. One of the things that I found fascinating uh, about this article, though, is it did talk about how uh, people want to do it. Uh, and they're ready to do it because their their children are, you know, they want their children to be able to run and play and go crazy. But they also want them to be safe. And one way to be safe is put a chip in them. But they don't have the technology in place yet to GPS to track the humans. Uh, which I can't believe is that hard to be off. I mean, we could put the, that those tracking systems into every camera we have around the world. Those should be those should be part of the new cameras we're putting up every single day. Because you know it's coming, and you might as well be prepared for it. Are you going to be able to stop it? I don't think so. No. And then I saw an article where. Uh, it talked about the great Chris Christie, who may be uh, running uh, for president of the United States, but he is killing his chances, man. I don't think he wants to because the, the headline, global warming is real. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate it. Good luck. God bless. I know you've been hanging out at the dinner table with Barack and Michelle. And, you know, after you guys tongue kissed each other over, after the, the storm, the big storm in New Jersey, and uh, Barack took care of you, and you won the election for him. You swayed the election for him after the big tongue kiss and the throwing of the football and the <laughs> the fun on the boardwalk, and you guys are just bud buds. So take a hike, okay? Take a hike. And I know that you know I try to stay away from some of the politics on the show because it just what well, we cover so much of it during the week on the Glenn Beck program and on Pat and Stu, and I know Jay, you know delves into it and buck for sure delves into it and i i i can't take much of it i watch so much of it and i hear and most of it i just i want to believe them i want to believe them but most of them i don't and who's on the line mac you said his name was bradley bradley mac same thing 
uh, wanted uh, has, is on the phone and wanted to talk to me a little bit about Rand Paul. What's up? Hey, uh, the the main reason I'm calling is just because I was hoping to make someone aware if they didn't hear it. Oh, um, but uh, on another radio show that comes on later in the week, um, the the host was talking about uh, David Vitter's probe into how Congress got Obamacare subsidies. And apparently there was some kind of panel that he had to get an approval from, and Rand Paul voted against him getting that approval. Yeah, he voted with Mitch McConnell, and they hit it down. Uh, they pushed yeah. it down, which shoved it down. That's that's correct, and they're investigating that now because what they're saying is that it was. Uh, thank you, Bradley. See, and that's what I mean. See, I appreciate it, Bradley, very much. Uh, uh, thanks for listening to the Blaze Radio Network and the Jeff Fisher Show. Uh, this it gets delved into so deep, and I just I just kind of feel like you know you and I together need more. It's not you, it's me that we need more because. You know, could I delve into Rand Paul and Mitch McConnell and uh, the Obamacare subsidies and how they falsified paperwork and how they said that there was only, I think, 40-some employees uh, that were going to get the subsidies, but the way it was written, it could mean as many as possible, so all of Congress and their helpers get the subsidies, and it's just, you know, and we've got to investigate. We don't know where, who exactly uh did the who falsified the paperwork but we need to have an investigation to find out uh where this all came from person to person to person and back backdrafted who actually came up with it is it going to go anywhere do you honestly believe we're going to go anywhere no and if it does it's going to be you know some senator's aide filled it out and they signed it and said, yep, that's right, and didn't read it. I signed 85 things a day, and it was put in front of me, and I signed it, and I was told that it was for Obamacare subsidies, and it was for the right thing to do, and then once it got there and everything was passed, I realized, oh, crap, my aide, who no longer works with us, by the way, and is back home in Virginia working at a McDonald's hoping to get $15 an hour, uh, and is going to be crashing the McDonald's party, but now – but." but then he worked for me uh is uh said hey this is for the subsidies and everyone's on the list and we're good to go and i signed it and they'll you know we're gonna find you know do i hope that they find out what happened and do i hope that it was illegal and some something happens from it absolutely do i think it's going no i think it's more bogged down stuff i think this is a perfect example of what why there is a slight problem a little why we have that little uneasy feeling about rand paul because you know you want to like rand i like a lot of the things he talks about but his dealings with mitch mcconnell and his other dealings in the senate i mean that's why he's a he's a he's a politician and I think instead of being a libertarian and a people first, he's a politician and then the libertarian. And there's a big difference. So just keep your eyes open. The election is 100 years from now. Campaigning is just underway. More and more people are going to come on board. And we find out that Lindsey Graham may come on board the 1st of June. If you'd like to talk a little politics, that'll be great. Chris Christie is still deciding. Jeb Bush is still deciding. We did read an article, a letter sent to Virginia people uh, written by his mother, (laughs) or claimed to be written by his mother, saying how Jeb needed your money. And he was a man of the people. And you can come and visit me and say hello for 25 bucks. 
And so Jeb's out there just raising money for his super PAC, baby. Got to get the big bucks into the super PAC before he makes the announcement. Because once he makes the announcement, then he has to take only so many donations. And everything's got to be all above board. But right now, the man of the people, man of the people, can put that money in that super PAC. And that is why I don't talk politics, because it drives me insane is why. And if it, I know so many people are into it, but I can't do it. I can't. I can't do it. All right. So let's make Aaron and Brandy happy, shall we? And I, it's, a, it's a good thing when Aaron and Brandy are happy, because then I'm, then I'm happy, and they're happy, and I've got – look, let's see what I brought up. I've got one – hold on. Where's my, why is my mouse? There we go. My mouse needs to work on this this future stuff. I can't even bring up an email. What the heck? It's not right in the world. Okay, so I got one, two, three, four, five emails that I have open here with tech articles. And I'm just going to go down the headlines and let's talk. Let's see what's on these tech articles that they've sent me. And we'll see if there's a, the universe might be a hologram. Fascinating. The universe might be a hologram. Now, I read that and I think, I don't even want to read the stupid article because I get it. How many times you go back to the drug-filled concert days and, you know, you smoke a you smoke a bowl or you sit down and you smoke a joint and you're doing LSD or whatever you're doing and you want to talk about, you know, I was just thinking the world might be a hologram, dude. You know that? The world could be just like maybe we're on like a CD what we're doing right now is just someone making us do this on a game disc and someone is just making the world like the way they want and we're inside that world and you know that we're just part of the game so whatever happens we don't really decide we don't really get to decide you know, what we do. We do. It just appears that we do because we're inside the game. Yeah, okay. I know. The universe might be a hologram. I got it. First driving big rig hits the road. They're out there, man. We already saw the big one. Uh, you know, Mercedes, the Daimler one, fantastic. They look great. Um, they're com- That's coming faster than you think, the self-driving cars. I'm telling you, and it's all going to be for your safety. New military Googles combine night vision and thermal imaging. That's great. Those are mess- those goggles are, uh, I said Googles. Those goggles, they're not Googles? No, they're goggles, Jeff. Why? They should be Googles. Uh, they are Googles goggles, but anyway. the uh, Remember we talked about uh, the... Uh, scientists in california shooting the stuff into their eyeballs to give them night vision so it doesn't surprise me that google's goggles are combining night vision with thermal imaging i mean that's going to be that's the next big thing right right uh ultra accurate gps we don't have that now of course we have the ultra accurate gps you think they can't find you have you not watched a police show in the last 10 years and it's all for your safety Virtual reality theme park. I might watch that. I might want to see the virtual reality. Virtual reality is going to be amazing. I don't even want to try it. I don't. I don't want to try it. But, Jeff, you know it's going to be fun, right? Yes, I do. And that's why I don't want to try it. 
This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Show. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Mike Opelka, pure Opelka, coming up immediately following this broadcast. Where today you may have, I, I can't promise anything, but you might have a chance to win a stunt brain yellow Sharpie highlighter. So good luck with that. Now we're back to the second part of our broadcast, where the segment is Let's Make Aaron and Brandy Happy, where we talk about tech articles that they've sent me that I haven't talked about. And so we go down the list. Now this email, crash-proof motorcycle. Some would say the only crash-proof motorcycle is one that doesn't drive. Samsung's new virtual, everybody is coming out with their new virtual reality i'm telling you if i can't slap on a virtual reality goggles because once i do i'm gone what what happened to jeff i don't know he's been in that room for 18 years i would never come out so i can't i just can't i know i know i I know i can't um nasa may have accidentally discovered warp drive fascinating story that is uh and they were working on something else and now they think they've discovered this uh they haven't quite mastered it yet they're just think they're they're close with what they they screwed up on something and then they realized hey wait a minute hey wait a minute uh we might be able to use that for that that's a pretty good idea bill let's try that and so uh if that happens we are traveling in space baby yeah and i know that we're already you know they're already talking about space tourism and shooting us out there baby so i mean that'll be fun i'm willing to do that i am more willing to do that no no question and we had uh uh elon come out with his you know with his solar power batteries uh the batteries that you can hang on your walls in your garage the big ones i mean it's i can't wait till we're all just one power we're feeding power oh my gosh he was right. Everything does create energy and power. We just have to find a way to get off it. Really? Thank you. Can't wait. Thanks. That'll be on the new Star Wars. That'll be on the new Star Wars. And so much more. I, that could be a new section, segment on the show right now. Make Aaron and Brandy happy with their tech article emails. Thanks for being here. Appreciate it. Good to see you. Anybody, look, has anybody told you you look great today? No? Well, that's a mistake because you do. You look fantastic. You uh, you aren't, you aren't going to wear that all day, though, are you? This is the Jeff Fisher Show, only on the Blaze Radio Network.